God Bless the USA did make my Spotify rap yeah. this year. And I know you're going to love that talent. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Beautiful. You, if you don't cry during that song, like you're a monster. And it's, and so it's just my own country. If you don't That's stand true. up, it's sad. It's so That's true. Sad. I'm not kidding you. The reason it's on my Spotify rap is because every time I'm tired, I listen to that song and it just wakes me right up. I'm back. I'm it's better so than good. ever. It's so good. Welcome to This Is Kingdom. This is Grace. This is Talon. This is TJ. And this is Hollis. Guys, I am so excited. Wait, I have to say the name of the talk. This is my oh, time, bro. Oh, is that? Do you always the do The name that? of the talk. Do you always do that? Hey, hey, shh, shh. It's okay. It's Sir, We Would Like to See Jesus by Sir? other Robert M. Dades. Okay, now, Hollis. You. You now I'm excited. We were actually just talking about this, how awesome it is that it starts with Sir? Mm-hmm. Sir. Sir? Or like, ma'am, we would like to see Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about this talk is it starts with two fun stories. I love when talks start with stories. I feel like I relate to them so much better. And this whole talk talks about this like theme of spiritual face blindness. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck is spiritual face blindness? But in the beginning, he talks about how this guy got this problem in his brain where he can't recognize the faces of people he sees, not even his mom or wife. And it was so sad. Then he brings it a little closer to home and says, I actually had this with my mom growing up. I thought she was just a mom giving me rules, didn't love me, and it was just so hard and she was so strict. But she didn't see her for the love, but only saw her for the rules. Then he takes it a step deeper and says, wait, that's kind of my relationship with God too. I feel like sometimes in my life, I see God only for a set of rules instead of a loving and merciful being. And that got me thinking a lot of my relationship with Christ and God too, and how I see them. And it reminded me of this book I read. I love applying things from the world because there's so many things in this world that I feel like can help us and understand the gospel or the restored gospel of Christ so much better. Knows this book called Crucial Conversations. Mm. And they talk about the path to action, like why we act. But it's a four-step thing. It starts with we see and hear something. I'm going to skip the second step because the second step's the best. Then the third one is <laughs> we feel. And the fourth one is we act. But the second one is the most important one because it determines how we feel and act. And the second step on the path to action is the story we tell ourselves. And I thought that was so interesting. All of our actions and all of our feelings all weigh on the story we tell ourselves. And it was really interesting. I'm like, oh, what is the story I'm telling myself on who God is? Because there's so many times when you're on the road and someone cuts you off, you see and hear it. What's the story you tell yourself? They're a bad driver. Someone, (laughs) right? And there's road rage. Someone turns in an assignment late. What's the story you tell yourself? They're a lazy student. Mm. A lot of bad things happen in life, maybe. What's the story you tell yourself? God doesn't love me. And then that determines your feelings and that determines the way you act and the way you think, especially in your relationship with God. And it got me thinking, in my life, are my actions supporting the story I'm telling myself? Are my actions determining the story I'm telling myself about God? And is that resulting in me being spiritually face blind? Like what he's talking about. I feel like there's so many people in this world where things happen to them, and the story they tell themselves is God doesn't love me, He's not in my life, or all these rules are not for my happiness. But what if the story we told ourselves was God is a loving being and these commandments can enhance my life? 
these things that happen in my life are for my growth and for my posterity. And it got me thinking, maybe I need to be more deliberate about the story I tell myself about God because that can help me not be spiritually face blind. That can help me see God as actually a loving human being in my life that is there for me. For me, like when there's the story, there's always an action before that kind of affects how I see the story. And then it affects how I feel and what I do after. Like, for example, when you talked about the road rage one, like I got that one too. Well, it's kind of funny. There's kind of an action that I would do when I was on my mission and I was trying to overcome my road rage that I had developed in my teen years. And so if we were driving and someone was driving stupid, I would just be like, brother, 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 I love you, brother. And it would like, hold up, but it would like, it would like make us laugh. And then it would make me be like, man, who cares? Like, maybe they just didn't pass their driver's test and they drive it illegally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Or, but this is my favorite, or like maybe they really got to go to the bathroom. Or maybe they're pregnant and they race into the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So true. And so I just feel like there's action before the story that helps us determine what the story is. And then that causes how we feel and how we're going to act. Which Mm. I think is super interesting when you think about that with God. The majority of the time when we are creating this story about who God is, and maybe we've been introduced to a Jesus that isn't necessarily the Jesus from the scriptures or the Jesus that actually is the one we believe in. That's such an interesting idea that what if you don't know his whole story? And maybe you're just piecing in things that you've heard about him, but you don't know his whole story. And it's interesting because one of the coolest things about this talk to me is one of the things he like gives you advice about is he says, if you want to get to know Jesus better, if you do not feel like you understand who he is, if you are missing that, read the Gospels. And right when I read it, I was like, holy cow. Like that is so, what incredible advice. And it just like made me think about like growing up, I feel like I felt very similar to God. That it was just this, I feel like I had a relationship with God where God was like my dictator, Like he was kind of bossy and he was like, hey, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. And if you do all those things, then great. Like maybe I'll have something in store for you. But like if you don't, like forget about it. If you mess up one or two times, sorry, spirit's gone for the whole day. Like that's it. Like there's no coming back. Try again maybe tomorrow. But like you messed that up. And it's interesting. I don't know where that idea of who God is came from. Like I'm not certain. I think maybe it's just like pieces that I gathered from people. Maybe it's the way that I was taught sometimes. I don't 100% know. But I do know what changed is when I started hearing stories about Jesus. And not just like, I don't know how to just like describe it, but like when I actually started understanding his life, what he did, how he spent his days, who he hung out with, that changed everything for me. And so if you're sitting here and you're like, yeah, actually I'm having this moment that I don't know like who— God is. And you know what? To be 100% honest, he doesn't seem like the type of person that I'd want to hang out with. And if I did hang out with him, I don't seem like the type of person he would like. Maybe you see Jesus wrong. Yeah. It makes me think, we shared this quote a while ago about people, the Abraham Lincoln quote. If you Mm. don't, what what was the quote, Hollis? You haven't memorized. I don't like that, man. I must get to know him better. Something like that. And I feel that same way about God. Like if, if you're mad at God or if you're like frustrated about something, it's probably because you don't know him like good enough yet. And I love this part in the talk. He said, God is the father of all mercies and the God of all comfort. If you see him differently, please keep 
trying. I just think it's human tendency. When we see things, we create stories in our head. We fill in gaps, whether it's true or not. And I, I feel like a time that I've done this so much, like I'm, it has been in dating. So many times in dating, like I, I remember this one specific relationship that I had that fell apart and I was kind of frustrated with God. And the story that I was telling about God is that he left me hanging. Like I, I felt like he didn't give me this good thing that I wanted. Then like a lot of time after, I realized it was the biggest blessing ever that that fell apart. And I had this story that God let me hang in when really him ending that relationship was one of the biggest blessings in my life. And I wish sometimes we would just hold the story, like hold off creating the story to dig into it a little more to really figure out what God's trying to do. That really reminds me of something I read in a book. And the quote is actually amazing. It's changed my way of interactions with people. And it's your image of God creates you. And I love that. Sometimes when I see people, especially in a church setting, or even some parents were like really strict. I was like, I wonder if they think God is really strict, right? Or I wonder what story they're telling themselves about who God is in their life. And I love what's been said because sometimes it's like, okay, it's the story you tell yourself that determines how you feel and act. But what if everything happening in my life is hard? What if I haven't had the best experiences about my life? That's all I got with the story I'm telling myself. But when you get to know Christ more, how lucky are we to have scriptures? How are we lucky to have his story where we can learn more about him and learn more about his identity so we can start shifting and changing the story we are telling ourselves about who God is in our life? Okay, really, really fast. What happens in the talk is he says people with this face blindness, they have to find something about the person that they're seeing and connect that to them. They have to find something specific. And so all of you guys were going to tell someone one thing that like would help them recognize who God actually is, what would you say about God? That's so funny you asked that. I was sitting here thinking like, I wish so bad I could like scream from the rooftops. And I haven't always believed this and I've wrestled with it a lot, but I believe so to the core of me that God is good. It's such a simple phrase, but if you look in my journal over and over again, like page after page, it's just God is good. Like his, his heart is good. If so you see goodness, mind. you're seeing God. Mm -hmm. For me, I think God is so intentional that every experience I know I have in this life helps me with one of three things. Either helps me love God more, love people more, or love myself more. And I think God designed life to be that way, to reflect off the greatest commandments. It's like, hey, any experience you have in this life is an opportunity to love me, other people, or yourself more. Oh, he's connecting. He's connecting. I love that. That's so cool. I love thinking about the way that I've been seeing him lately is like as a coach, you know, someone who has my best interest in mind. So he's not always going to give me advice that's super easy to hear. And that's what's been kind of setting, setting that important story about God apart for me, seeing him as a coach. As we're trying to build the kingdom, like, I feel like we have a duty, like we have a responsibility that if we have friends or family that are maybe have their story a little bit off about him, or they've forgotten some things that this are really so important. Good, I think it's our responsibility to help them get the story right. I don't think mm. it's enough to just let them figure it out all on their own, but I think there's two big things to do. One is sharing your perspective of your story, and that will be powerful, I think, in the beginning, but the second one is more important, is pointing them and encouraging them towards the places where they'll get the story right. Because you would do that for mm. a friend. Yeah. If somebody were talking trash on your friend, you would point out, be like, oh, okay, I, I see why you'd see that, but can I tell you my experiences with this person, what I know about them? Why don't we do that exact same thing with God? You know, mm -hmm. when somebody's mad at them, maybe it's that same thing. Like, oh yeah, I see why you would think that. 
but this is what I've seen about him. Like, this is how I've seen him interact, you know? Yeah. That was so good, DJ. Hmm. Thanks. That was fire. All right, DJ. Give it to him. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness, I will keep on singing. 10,000 reasons for my heart to find. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. I worship your holy name. See you next week. <laughs>